The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER. Visit rg-help.com. Welcome back to the Ringer Gambling Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rostradamus. And y'all know how it's going down. We're coming off our third consecutive winning week. We did go three and two last week. Probably should have been four and one, but the New York Jets couldn't get it into the end zone. That's here nor there. We're going to keep moving on. Hopefully, we can keep this momentum going. Give us another winning week. It's time for week 14. Top five NFL contest picks. Let's go. Number one. For our first NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens plus two and a half. Obviously, I would prefer three in this matchup against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but in the contest is plus two and a half. But I like the Ravens outright in this matchup. I mean, when you look at this Pittsburgh Steelers team, we've been on them for the last couple of weeks. They've won three out of their last four games, and they're now up to five and seven. And they could challenge for a wild card spot. However, you look at their wins, they come against the Falcons, the Colts, the Saints. These are non-playoff teams with bad defenses. So I think this is a huge step up in class. And not only is this, not only is it a step up in class, it's a huge role change for the Steelers who go, who become favorites in this spot. So now you got to lay points. And when you're laying points in the NFL, it's a different animal. And I just think they're stepping up in class against this Baltimore Ravens team. When you look at my model, personally, for this game, if Lamar Jackson was playing, I would have the Ravens as three-point favorites. But I think that's an over-adjustment here. I know Tyler Huntley isn't Lamar Jackson. He's just one in three and four starts. However, he is three and one against the spread. and a lot of the games that he's been featured in have come within three points. So, I mean, that includes a January loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers, which which they lost by three. So, Tyler Huntley is familiar with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's played this team before. I think the Baltimore Ravens are in a prime spot to pull the upset here. When you look at the Ravens, you look at John Harbaugh, 16-7-1 against the spread. That's 70% as a division underdog. So, I really like the Baltimore Ravens in this spot. 
I think the Ravens' defense is playing a lot better since they added Roquan Smith. I know the Steelers, since they got T.J. Watt back, they've had a great defense, but I still think the Ravens get it done here. I think this is a huge step up in class for the Steelers team. So for our first pick, we can go to Baltimore Ravens, plus two and a half. Number two. For our second NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the San Francisco 49ers, minus three and a half. You look at this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, I know what you're thinking. Why in the world is Brock Purdy, who was the last pick in the NFL draft in 2022, Mr. Irrelevant, why is he laying three and a half points to Tom Brady, the GOAT? I'm going to tell you why. The Buccaneers are just two and three, and they've been outscored 91 to 63 in their last five road games. I mean, this Buccaneers offense is truly struggling right now. They're just 19th in EPA for play, 17th in success rate. Brady, I mean, I always say he's like Alonzo from training day. You give him 18 months, he'll give you a career. Not even Brady can overcome this coaching staff right now. He can't overcome the loss of Tristan Warfs on the offensive line. I mean, this team is really struggling, particularly on the road. I think their only road cover has come against the Saints in week two, and they only put up 17 points, and they needed seven points from their defense, in addition to five Saints turnovers. I mean, this is the team that lost to Jacoby Brissett on the road. They lost to Kenny Pickett on the road. They lost as a 13-point favorite to P.J. Walker and the Panthers. So that's why... This team is catching three and a half points at the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers are in a completely different class. You look at this 49ers team, even, with, even without Jimmy Garoppolo, they got a ton of weapons around Brock Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy went 25 of 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. And he just came off the bench last week. Now, they're going ha- to have time to actually prep for him starting this game. You got Christian McCaffrey, you got Debo Sam, you got George Kittle, you got Brandon Ayuk. You got a lot of pieces around this guy. And it's all going to come back to Brady versus Purdy. But I know Brady is 23-6 and straight up against rookie quarterbacks, but he's just 14-15 and against the spread. So that tells you that the market often overprices Brady in these spots. I personally think the 49ers are just a much better team their defense should be able to hold it down. They're second in deep defensive DVOA. I mean, that Bucks offensive line is in pretty bad shape. I think the 49ers should be able to get it done. I know we tend to fade Kyle Shanahan as a favorite where he's just 14 and 18 against the spread, but I really like him in this spot. We're going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. Minus three and a half is our second NFL contest pick. Number three. For our third NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, minus six and a half. I know this won't be a popular play. The New York Giants are seven and one as an underdog this season. Like, it's the most in the NFL this year. I mean, this team has just been running hot. At some point, as I always say, there's only so long fake thugs can pretend the Eagles have the league's best defensive DVOA over the last six weeks. And I just think that lack of ta- talent that the Giants, Giants have is finally going to catch up to them. I know the Eagles haven't performed very well on the road, but the one thing you can say is that the return to Jordan Davis has changed some things for that Eagles run defense. And that's the number one thing that, you know, teams wanted to target them. You know, they pretty much shut down Derrick Henry last week. I don't expect Saquon Barkley to have a monster game. And, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles have won nine out of the last 11 games against this Giants team. I think they go out there and take this Giants team into the deep waters and drown them. 
I just think these two teams are completely different classes. I love, you know, obviously I did have my Giants futures. I took them to, to make the playoffs, but the lack of talent is really starting to catch up. They've been lucky all year, but, you know, the smoke and mirrors is done. Philadelphia Eagles minus six and a half is our third NFL contest pick. Number four. For our fourth NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Minus nine and a half. This is the classic revenge spot for the Bills. I know a lot of people are going to be grabbing the points with the New York Jets, but I just think this line is mispriced. The Bills were laying 13 points in New York, and now they're laying just nine here at home in Buffalo. And, you know, last week the Jets played a Minnesota Vikings team who was coming off 10 days rest. and the Vikings pretty much lit them up in that first half before, you know, Mike White led the comeback. And they probably should have won that game. But to suffer an emotional loss like that, where you're down by the one-yard line, the five-yard line twice, and you can't get it in, now you got to come back and you're playing another team who's off 10 days rest, and a, a team that you already beat. And, you know, one thing I'll say is that this Bills team wasn't the same team when they played the Jets. Obviously, Josh Allen was a little banged up. The defense was banged up. Things are a lot different now. Josh Allen is healthier, and they've established running back James Cook as a pass-catching weapon. So you look at this Jets defense, they really struggle defending pass-catching running backs. So that's another wrinkle that the Bills have. And, you know, Josh Allen really played poorly in that first game. You know, he he took sacks at the highest rate that he has all season, about 13% of the time. He was off target on 17 he was off target on 17.6% of his throws in that game, which is also a season high. So I just think Josh Allen has another, another level to his game that he didn't show in that first matchup. And, you know, a lot of people are high on Mike White, but Mike White is just 32nd among 42 quarterbacks at EPA on true dropbacks. So he's not that much better than Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco, to be honest with you. And the Bills defense is much healthier. And then one thing I will say is that you know, he did play against the Bears and the Vikings. Both really bad pass defenses. So this is a huge step up in the class. I don't know if you guys remember. Mike White's third start of his career, I think it was last year, he threw four picks, lost 45-17 to 17 against the Bills. I know this Jets team is a little bit better this year, but I still think the Bills go out there and they cover this number. So for our fourth NFL contest pick, we're going to go with the Bills, minus nine and a half. Number five. For our fifth and final NFL contest pick, we talked about this on the East Coast Bias Show on Tuesday. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions minus two and a half. I always say it all the time. It's always only so long fake thugs can pretend. The Vikings continue to be the fakest thugs out there. I mean, this team has won nine straight one-possession games. And at some point, that one-score regression is going to hit like a ton of bricks. I mean, you saw it with the Raiders on Thursday night football. And I think you see it here with the Vikings. The Vikings are 10 and 2 straight up, but they have a Pythagorean expectation of just 6.3 wins. I mean, this team, there's no way they should have 10 wins. I mean, this is about as fraudulent of a 10 win, win team that we've ever seen. So, I mean, you look at this Lions team, these two teams already played, and Detroit had a 10 point lead in the fourth quarter before Amon Ross St. Brown and DeAndre Swift got hurt and the Vikings were able to creep back into it. So if you ask me, the Lions are the better team, despite having a worse record. The Lions are 13th overall DVOA. 
The Vikings are 20th on offense. The Lions are 9th in DVOA. The Vikings are 18th defensively. I mean, they're neck and neck defensively. And the one thing I'll say about the Lions is that they blitz a ton. They tend to get to the quarterback. And we all know Kirk Cousins struggles with the blitz. So I'm expecting the the Lions to go out there and win this game. They're rightfully the favorite in this spot, despite having a worse record. So for our fifth and final contest pick, we'll go to Detroit Lions, minus two and a half. Just to recap, our top five NFL contest picks, Baltimore Ravens, plus two and a half. San Francisco 49ers, minus three and a half. Philadelphia Eagles, minus six and a half. Buffalo Bills, minus nine and a half. And the Detroit Lions, minus two and a half. We have some teasers that we like this week. We're going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, minus seven. Tease that down to minus one on a six-point teaser. Baltimore Ravens, plus two and a half. Tease that up to plus eight and a half. I know I I trashed the Vikings, but I do believe that this is a one-score game, and they are in the teaser category. So we go with the Minnesota Vikings, plus two and a half. Tease that up to eight and a half. You cross off those key numbers of three and seven. I think you're in a good spot. If you're doing a seven-point teaser, and I normally don't recommend these seven-point teasers, but I think you can tease the Kansas City Chiefs from minus nine down to minus two. I don't typically recommend these seven-point teasers. I know I recommended one last week with the Baltimore Ravens, but I, I just think you have to pick your spots on these, and this is a good spot because the Denver Broncos, they can't score at all. I mean, they really can't score. I mean, this is the team that's averaging about five points a game in the second half. So <laughs> if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they tend to put up big offensive numbers. So I think they should be able to cover this teaser with ease. So that concludes our teaser legs. Philadelphia Eagles, minus seven down to minus one. Baltimore Ravens, plus two and a half, up to plus eight and a half. Minnesota Vikings, plus two and a half, up to plus eight and a half. Kansas City Chiefs on a seventh point teaser, minus nine down to minus two. Those are my teaser legs that I like. So you can mention that. You can mix and match those however you see fit. I'm Raheem Palmer, the Ringer Gambling Podcast, a.k.a. the Rostradamus, and y'all know how it's going down. Make sure you check out the feed. Myself and John Jaskrimski, we're going to be breaking down Monday Night Football, the matchup between the New England Patriots and the Arizona Cardinals. We got lots of good things on the feed. We got World Cup stuff. We got NBA. We got NFL. We got everything that you could possibly want. We got House. We got Warren Sharp. We got Austin. Y'all know how it's going down. It's the Ranger Gambler Podcast.